final parsha in Sefer Shemos begins, Ela Pikudeya Mishkan, Mishkan Aedos. These are the reckonings or the accountings of the Mishkan or the tabernacle, the Mishkan Aedos, the, the Mishkan of testimony. But the question is why the Torah goes out of its way to state the word Mishkan twice. It would appear that the emphasis in this Pasuk is on the fact that this is the Mishkan Aedos, the Mishkan of testimony, which um, can refer to bunch of different possibilities that are mentioned in the Mepharshim, whether this is a reference to the fact that the Mishkan housed the Luchos, which are also known as the Luchos Aedos, the Tablets of Testimony, or perhaps it's a reference to the fact mentioned by the Midrash that the Mishkan bears, Aedos, it bears testimony that Hashem had forgiven the Bnei Shal for the Chet Egel. But the question is why the Torah needed to state the word Mishkan twice to make this point. Because after all, the Chumash just needed to say, Ela Pekudei Mishkan Aedos. These are the reckonings of the Mishkan of testimony. It didn't need to state, Ela Pekudei HaMishkan Mishkan Aedos. So why in fact did the Torah need to say it twice? It almost makes it seem as though the Torah needed to overemphasize, because we might have mistaken the Mishkan in this Pasuk for some other Mishkan. And in fact, some Rishonim make such an assertion that if the Torah did not overstate it, we might have mistaken this Mishkan for another. But the question is, what other Mishkan might we have mistaken this for? Were there other Mishkanos? Are there other Mishkanos that are possibly being referenced in this Pasuk that we need to know about? So in order to answer that question, we have to enter another dimension, one not only of Pshat, but of Remez, Drash, and Sod. So journey with me into a mystifying paradise of Parsha and imagination, which we call the Parsha Pardes. Welcome to Parsha Pardes, or Parsha Paradise, here at the Database with Rabbi Yeshua Eisenberg, where this week's Parsha is Parsha Spikude. And if you enjoy Shurim like this one, and you want to partner up with us and make Shurim like this possible by giving a sponsorship, all you have to do is reach out to me at thedatabase at gmail.com. That's the data, then base, B-E-I-S, at gmail.com. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or recommendations, or you want to make a sponsorship, just reach out to me there at thedatabase at gmail.com. Now, returning to the question of why the Chumash was out of its way to say the word Mishkan twice in our Pasuk. So we return to that possibility that I alluded to just before, that maybe there's another Mishkan that we might have made a mistake about, we might have thought that the Chumash is referring to that Mishkan. Therefore, the Chumash had to say, oh no, we're talking about the Mishkan Aedos. So we're not going to see what all of the Mepharshim have to say, but Al-Pip Shah, we're going to see some Rishonim. And there is, in fact, the Bechor Shor, a very obscure Bechor Shor, who, who says this fact, that just so you don't mistake the, the Torah for referring to another Mishkan, but the Bechor Shor does not say what other Mishkanos we might be mistaking it for. However, there's a Ramban and there's a Chizkuni. The Chizkuni makes a very similar comment to the Bechor Shor. After we mention the Ramban, we'll get to the Chizkuni. The Ramban suggests that there are in fact more than one um, Mishkan that we find referenced in the Parshios of the Mishkan. Back in Parshas Truma, there were actually two things that were described as Mishkan. One was the entire Mishkan structure, which includes everything, all of the kalim, all of the vessels, all of the furniture, and the structure itself, that was referred to as the Mishkan. But there's also the Mishkan tent, right? the tent of the Mishkan, the curtains, the, the, the fabrics, the tent itself was also referred to as the Mishkan. So explains the Ramban, the Torah goes out of its way to say the Mishkan, but the entire Mishkan, the Mishkan Aedos, the Mishkan that stands for the testimony which we alluded to earlier. Now, it doesn't fully explain why the Torah needed to state the word Mishkan twice, but 
it at least um, it gets the ball rolling in terms of the emphasis on Mishkan Eidos. Now, in terms of what other Mishkanos we might have mistaken this for, besides for what the Ramban mentions, the Chizkuni explains that if you look later in Parshas Korach, the Torah is going to refer to Korach's Mishkan. When the, when the Bnei Israel and everyone, they were supposed to separate themselves from the Mishkan Korach. And the Chizkuni points out that several other times in Novi we find references to other Mishkanos. Perhaps there were Mishkanos that were, um, that were, that were designated for Vodazara. And it may be us right now as the readers of the Chumash, we might not have mistaken the Mishkan as referring to anything else. But maybe... The Torah right now is alluding to a time, and perhaps to the readers of the Torah who received it um, in the Midbar, perhaps for them, there was a time when the center of Ratzon Hashem, the center of Torah, was challenged. And in the days of Korach, in fact, it was challenged. It was contested. There were perhaps other Mishkanos that were in competition with the true Mishkan. And we needed Korach at the end to admit Moshe Emes Vesoroso Emes, as the song goes. Um, but um, or the way the Gemara refers to it as Moshe Vesaraso Emes. But the point is that the Torah is stating right here that there is one center of Ratzon Hashem. These are the reckonings of the Mishkan, but which Mishkan? Not just any old Mishkan that someone one day is going to try to build and say this is the center, but the real center, the, the center which housed the Luchos. There's only one pair of Luchos. Okay, there are two pairs of Luchos, but both of them are in the same one center um, of, of Torah, which is the Mishkan Aedos. So perhaps that's what it's a reference to, Al Pipashib Shat. However, moving on to Remez and Rash, which we'll do together right now. So Balturim makes one point that the and we see this in Rashi as well, based on Midrashim, we find in Midrashtan Khuma and Bays, we find it in Shmos Rabban Nun Aleph Magimel, so fifty one three. And they explain that the word Mishkan appearing twice in our Pasuk is a reference to not one, but two Batei Mikdash. We find that the Mishkan is sometimes referred to as Mikdash, Vyosuli Mikdash. And we find the reverse as well, that the Beis Mikdash is referred to as a Mishkan. Both places were temples, both places were places to house the Shechina. So both names, Mishkan and Mikdash, are appropriate for both. And in fact, the Torah is referencing not one, but two Batei Mikdash that will be in the future, besides for the Mishkan and our Parsha, but there are two Batei Mikdash. And the Rashi and the Midrashim and the Balturim point out that not just that there were two Batei Mikdash, but the word Mishkan can be a reference not just to the house of the Shechina or the place of the Shechina, the Makom Shechina, but Mishkan could also be read as mashkon, which is something that's taken as collateral. In other words, mishkan, mishkan that these are the reckonings of the mishkan which was taken collateral. In other words, the, the two batei mikdash that once upon a time were taken as collateral, um, taken from the B'nai Israel when we did Averos, and instead of taking our lives, Hashem took his anger out on the batei mikdash. So we have not one but two mishkanos, and we have... Not, not only that, but we have the drash on the word mishkan as mashkon. So if you want to count this as both remez and drash, the remez is the fact that we have two, and there's also the mashkon, the drash on the word mishkan as mashkon. Um, we'll also mention one more remez, that um, the word mishkan, bigamatria, is 
410, which was the years of the first Beis HaMikdash, which was the Beis HaMikdash that hosted the Shekhinah. There are, there are some sources that suggest that the second Beis HaMikdash didn't actually host the Shekhinah. The Shekhinah wasn't there for the second Beis HaMikdash. But for the first one it was, and that was for 410 years, Bigmatria Mishkan. Okay, moving on to Sod, one more possibility of what the double language of Mishkan, Mishkan Edis, refers to. We have the Zohar in Chelek Beis, and this is in Reish Chaf Aleph, Amud Beis. So that's 2, 221b. And so it's the Zohar and the Rebbein Abachi who both suggest that when the Torah states Mishkan twice, it's referring to none other than the Mishkan de la'ila and the Mishkan de la Tata. There's one Mishkan above, there's one Mishkan below. We know that there's a Beis Amigdash Shalmala and a Beis Amigdash Shalmata. We know that what we have down in this world, there's something that corresponds to it in the upper world, in Shemayim. And in fact, that was the case here. That's what's being alluded to. That there are not one Mishkan down here, but there are two Mishkanos, one down here and one above. And when we build our um, world, whatever we do in this world, there is a corresponding um, um, relationship to something happening in Shemayim. And at the end of this, we should really be Zoha to know the true center of Hashem's Torah. We should be Zoha to see the rebuilding of the Beis HaMikdash. We should have the descent of the Mishkan, the Beis HaMikdash Shalmala. We should be able to see Binyan Ba'ishlishi, B'mher B'meinu. Chazak, chazak, Thank you for joining us here at the Database.